give it a go. This is Chief at that with John and Stefan. Not sure where the mic is on this. I think it's down on the, is it on the iPad. Turn, yeah, is it on the bottom? On the bottom or top? Yeah. Okay. Is it okay then? It's gonna be funny if it's not. <laughs> well, we're no, trying. They had like the speakers and the mic. Um, I don't know. You you have a new I, last iPad I had was an iPad too. They haven't changed its design in forever. Do for you the, feel like for the regular iPad tablets are dying? Yes, because they're trying like that market between tablet and laptop is getting smaller and smaller. So it's gonna just be a a lap pad. something. I don't know. Do you think desktops will ever die out? Will we ever have um, phones so powerful that that's all we really need? I think I think it's very possible. I don't know when. Um, I don't know. Because I think the I think the consumer computer will go. I think it'll be a lot like digital cameras. Where it's like the high-end ones haven't went out. But a lot of the point and shoot, like the simple cameras, have been, you know, destroyed by by the phones. The phones have taken over that market, so there's no point in innovating there. But they'll still try and, you know, make prosumer stuff to see how it goes. But and I feel that way with computers, where if you're a, you know, someone who needs super intense hardware, then there's going to be a market for it. Does that happen? Oh, no, that's my, um, like, oh. if I'm going across the lane, it beeps at me and lets me know. It lets um, you know what you're construction. doing? Yeah, and I was going uh, over that lane because that's where the cones take us. Like, uh, let me do it. If you have your blinker on, usually it doesn't do it. Oh, okay, so it's like, hey, you're, you're shifting lanes without signaling? Yeah. Gotcha. Another cool thing is if I have a car, this lights up if it's in my blind spot. Uh huh. <laughs> then if I get my blinker and someone's in my back, they go really fast and like, hey, don't get a wreck. But it's just polite on the car to do. Gonna test something down here. That's oh, up here, or is it down here? Oh, I think it's at the top. Oh, I had it backwards. That's okay. So it's recording. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's recording this time. <laughs> I got to chit-chat that. Yeah. <laughs> well, we already did the the intro. Yeah, we I heard it. So, so we're good. But yeah, so. Kind of like I didn't really know the last one was going to go up <laughs> <laughs> on the podcast. You didn't, cool. you didn't cool. realize what? No, I, I didn't know. I didn't, I didn't know it was going to be like posted. Oh, Doesn't the last matter. one? Yeah. Oh, really? I, I should have. Like, it's is probably telling me not to. Uh, well, yeah, because it went through the whole thing. Like it was a real one, so why wouldn't it not be real? <laughs> uh, that's funny. Well, that's a funny surprise for you. <laughs> it's like, oh, it's there. And I got a text, and I was like, "Did you just post another chit chat?" That, and I was like, "Oh, did I we? Guess we did, yeah." Yeah. Hopefully, bit. I didn't say anything. <laughs> I think we did. So anyways, we we just got done with a movie. We went and saw Jojo Rabbit. Yes, we did. Which was really good. 
it actually, yeah, it was a lot, well, actually, it was as good as I thought it would be, and actually handled, um, some of the more tense and mature themes well for being commercial as more of a, a humorous satire. Mm-hmm. So, it actually does a good job. You did a good job with it. Yeah, it was a lot of, like, highs and lows. Like, there were some really funny parts, and then there's other parts where you're like, oh, that's not so funny. Um, yeah, he did a good job of, like, the funny never felt out of place. Like, it was in the moments that it fit without, you know, detracting from the heavy themes that happen. No, I was listening to an, an interview with him. Um, I don't know how to say his name, or I would. Taiki? Just try it. Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi? Taika? 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 Yeah. The dude from New Zealand. The guy who directed Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that I guy. I say it. I feel bad not knowing, but, like, I don't. <laughs> um, but I was listening to an interview, and he was um, kind of talking about, like, the spin on it. Because he was on um, NPR, and I think it was, like, one of those, like, setup interviews where they, like, try to, like, maybe create drama to get more people, like, thinking about it. She was like asking him, like, "Oh, is it like it's it's a really heavy subject? Like, how do you ever do a comedy about it? Like, it's not appropriate." It was kind of the the point the NPR host was was making, um, which I think was just a setup for him to be able to defend the movie, um, just in case viewers were thinking the same thing. Um, but he kind of talked about like using comedy to kind of get through some of that pain, and uh, I thought that like they did well with that. Yeah, definitely. That's exactly exactly what he was able to do, which, again, is a strong feat, him as a, a director-filmmaker guy. I mean, he wrote the screenplay and directed it. It's like... I saw it was meant... Or uh, it was based off a book? I didn't know that. Like, is that... Did you see that at the beginning with the credits? I saw... I, I watched on HBO. There was, like, a behind-the-scenes where he was um, talking about making a movie and stuff like that. Because I didn't... I didn't know much of the plot beforehand. Like, I just saw the commercials, like, oh, that looks really funny. Like, seeing Hitler in the eyes of a 10-year-old boy, and he's acting like a 10-year-old boy would. But, like, how a 10-year-old boy would view... I don't know. So, anyways, um, that was good. I didn't know the whole the storyline of him finding the, the Jewish girl in his attic until I saw the behind-the-scenes. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> oh, really? That I makes see. more sense of a movie. Because, <laughs> like, most of the commercials are from, like the very first sequence when he's in like the the training camp at the beginning um and there's not too much in the commercials that are apart from that like you see the mom talking to him on the on the wall i think remember those from the commercials but other than that most of it's from from there yeah there was a second commercial i saw where it showed the jewish girl so i kind of knew that it was about that I was curious to see how it was going to pan out. Uh, to be honest, I didn't expect it to get as heavy as it does. But again, the humor kind of, you know, gets you through that without, mm-hmm. you know, getting squashed under how, you know, honest it is with a lot of the portrayals of those scenes. But it's it's 
And the only, I did watch one review of this show beforehand, <laughs> and they mentioned that, and I was like, really? How you know how heavy could this you know get with the commercials and Holocaust? stuff? Holocaust? How heavy can? Well, I'm like with the. <laughs> yeah, how heavy? Pretty can heavy. Get with, uh, <laughs> well, with the idea of, you know, between the, the boy's point of view. Like, How can it get like, heavy when it's like... Uh, from a kid's standpoint. Like, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, this is Taika. He's humorous. Like, I'm sure it's going to take make fun of, you know, subjects that maybe are ones like your NPR interview guy was talking mm-hmm. about. But, yeah, I, I feel he pulled it off, but still showed, you know, kind of respect and honesty of the situations. While still having the humor in there. And I don't think I'm spoiling it, but, like, I feel like it was really good, like, to see his transformation. Like, it wasn't too quick. It wasn't like, oh, I'm no longer thinking Nazi and everything like that. Like, it was really engraved in him, and it took him throughout the whole course of the film. Mm. Like, I I feel like Yorkie, his friend... Oh, yeah. <laughs> figured it out before he did. Um, yeah, actually being in in the war as an eleven year old man, Yorkie. He's like old faithful. Like, <laughs> just, he's was one of the best parts I felt in the movie. That's pretty funny. Pulling up on traffic. Is this like a wreck, or is this just? Nothing like doing a podcast in a car on your way back from a movie. At 12.34. In construction. In oh, wow, yeah. Because yeah, I see a van and I see lots of cars, but they're having us all... So you think it's an accident or construction? I think construction's to our right, accident to our left. And slow-moving traffic in front of us. Perfect. Yeah, this is a... You know, I guess, um... Yeah. A wonderful evening for this kind of a thing. That's... Very bad accident. So Cars. Yeah. Well, at least we're... It looks like we're moving past that. Hooray, everybody! If you're it's listening kinda... to this at 12.30 in the evening, I hope you're not driving in the mess we're in. I wonder what it really is weird. that, like, attracts people that stuff. Whenever there's a crash or anything, everyone like slows down and looks at it. I think you should slow down, because, I mean, there's people working on the side of the road, <laughs> and you don't need to be going, like, super fast close to them. Um, a lot of people, like, stop, and they're looking, and, like, slowing down traffic. Like, what what brings us to want to see that? Because it's nothing that, I don't know, would have meant to want to see, but obviously they do, because every car slows down, and everybody looks to see what happened and cause another wreck <laughs> I remember um, coming from Delta we were going to go up to Salt Lake for like a family Christmas party but there was a really bad snowstorm and within like a mile or two mile stretch there was probably four or five pile ups and each pile up had in the teens cars uh and I remember like, yeah, maybe we should go. Like, the weather's really bad. And my dad was, like, determined. So I was like, you know what? You can just drop us off. We'll chill it. And I was with Chantel. Um, she was there, too. I was like, we'll just chill with Chantel's aunt. Um, you can go to the party, pick us up on your way back. Because we don't feel comfortable driving. And, like, finally, you're able to convince them it's not worth going to the party. Well, that's good. We wrecked as well. Um, but it just, just, like, took the fender off. Uh, 
there was a car and there was a couple cars in front of us. So we like slammed on our brakes and we're like swerving in between cars, and then the car behind us ran into us. Um, and then like it was like a blizzard, so we like pull over to the side of the road, and so I go out to like see, make sure like they're okay. Um, and it was a lady and it was cold, so like I, I opened the door to see if she's okay. I got into the car and I was talking to her for a little bit. Um, but it really smelled like weed. <laughs> oh. So I was like, oh yeah, I, I think my dad wants to, you know, he's, like, if you get so much damage, they have to have like a police come and do a police report for the insurance and everything. And she was like, okay. Um, so I kind of gave her a heads up and then uh, went back to the car and waited. And then she had another guy pull up by her, like a truck pulled up stopped by the car he went to the car for a little bit and then left and then took off in the car so I think he took our stash but I mean the car smelled like it would like the cops <laughs> would have known um, so I don't know if that makes it so she has to pay instead of the insurance I'm not sure how that works but I feel bad well that was a sidetrack moral of the story is don't smoke weed on you know while you're driving <laughs> <laughs> I saw this on the internet and it was pretty funny. Um, but they had like a group of people, you know how they do like the drunk driving test? And they have to drink so much and then um, they just make people do it for fun. And then you have to take like a driving course and then you have like a shot and you do it again and you have another shot and then like they measure blood alcohol uh -huh. um, and see how you're, you do with the driving test. It's like a, an obstacle course essentially. Uh, they with marijuana and like everybody's doing like really bad. But there's this one, like, hippie girl that's, like, doing awesome. Like, it doesn't even affect her when they give her weed. It was a weed one. I, I forgot to tell that part of the story. <laughs> but, uh, so, yeah, so they had them smoke weed and then take the driving test to see how it affected them. But, yeah, she... Her tolerance level was yeah, super yeah, she high. she was tolerant to it, so she, like, smoked it and wasn't having a problem at all. Everyone else is, like, running over cones. It's just the way it works out sometimes, you know? Driving this late at night, we're probably impaired <laughs> because we're tired. Not really, but we're doing good. I'm driving under the influence of caffeine. Oh, did you? Did you get some? I had a Coke Zero at oh. dinner. Oh, there you go. So now I'm wired. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but caffeine stays in your body for a long time. I thought it was like 46 hours. No, it's like, um, it's still long. it takes like 24 hours to get through enough half-lives that's like out of your body and like, oh, like completely, like it takes yeah. a long time. Because I thought I like the caffeine that, pills, don't they have it as like, what is it? I'm not sure how longer. like frequently they do it. Oh. But I know that's why you're not supposed to drink like caffeine like 14 hours into when you go to bed. Oh, really? I'm just spouting on numbers now. Like I have no confidence in what I'm saying anymore. <laughs> I used to know this stuff. Um. But no, you're not supposed to do it. It's like 12 to 14 hours before you plan on going to bed because it stays in your system so long. No way. I'm all confused now. No wonder I can't sleep. And even if, like, you're tolerant to caffeine, you don't feel like you're stimulated from it, like, your brain is still stimulated from it. Oh. So you might still be able to sleep, but you're not getting through, like, quality sleep. 
it first thing in the morning or not at all. Or probably not at all. I mean, even in the morning, it left on your system. It'll be like essentially gone. So I think if you did drink caffeine, you'd want to drink a lot of water too. Oh, does that help flush it out faster? <coughs> Stay hydrated.
see the cold weather. I want to move someplace warmer. Like Arizona. I think that would be nice. It doesn't have to be like super warm all the time. It just has to have it somewhere there's just no snow on the roads. Or if there is, it's so small that no one cares. Or it doesn't affect your driving. That would be the way to go. Just like a big baby, like, when you get older, sleep deprivation hits me a lot harder, but temperature hits me a lot harder now, too. Like, it, it's, it's in, like, the 50s, and, like, it's too cold. All the extremes are just more... Feels like they have more weight to them. Yeah, I can't handle the heat like I did when I was a kid, for sure. Um, but I can handle the heat a lot better than I can find the cold. Like, the cold, it just... Hurts. I'm miserable. Ugh. Hey, look, there's a prison. So, anyway, Jojo Rabbit, it was actually a good show. I gave it, I, I'd give yeah. it an A. Yeah, I would definitely give it an A. I, yeah, the way it was done to still be enjoyable and still handle the topic as well as it did, it's like. Yeah, I don't, it would be hard to find anything to do it better. So, yeah, definitely would recommend watching it. And I had, like, pretty high expectations going into it. Um, so I didn't think it was going to be bad or anything, but, like, it still exceeded what I was expecting from it. Yeah, I felt the same way, actually, where watching the trailers, I was like, oh, I want to see them because, you know, it looks like, a, you know, just a funny satire. And, you know, outside of the one review, I wasn't expecting, I guess, yeah, I wasn't expecting a ton, but I was expecting something. And, yeah, I was happy that I didn't feel like all the best funny spots were shown in the trailer either. Like, there were some funny spots that I thought were actually still pretty good. That I'm glad they didn't go through all of them. <laughs> uh, like the one F-bomb. <laughs> I know, just to throw it in. There was an article on KSL and they were talking about it. And it was like, he wrote a review for it and then... The next day... Sorry, I yawned. <laughs> the next day he wrote like a, a parent's guide to like white kids. Uh, and I was reading through that and he mentioned it had one F-bomb in it. And so I was like waiting the whole movie for it. Oh, really? <laughs> and it was at the very end. And it was, it was used wisely. True, it did fit the scene. I still miss some stuff in it, and I don't want to like dive because that's too big of a spoiler for our zero listeners. But um, I know we don't want to ruin <laughs> for all you listeners out there. But Captain K, I wasn't sure where he was. Captain K, he's the one that had the feather hat at the end. Oh. Like, in the scene with him, when, like, he's, like, they're trying to find JoJo's knife and stuff. Oh, yeah, to know uh, where he was. They're trying to figure out everything. Yeah, he turned out to be a cool guy. So I, I didn't know if, like... Spoiler. I don't know if that's spoiler. Maybe. Sorry, let's... Yeah, I couldn't tell if he did a bad thing or if he did a good thing, like... 
I don't know if it was like his fault or not. I or if it was I don't think more of the was. Gestapo. And they found out from uh, I think other source. Yeah, I think it was other sources personally. That's the way I would like it. It would make sense. But when you see it, one listener out there, you'll know what we're talking about. And you'll make up your mind. And you'll understand that, yeah, they use the F word. Did they have to use it? Probably not. But the spot they use it is like, sure. Kind of badass. <laughs> so, but yeah. So, I don't know if there's anything else to I guess we can give you a... What is this? We can give you a live... Well, I guess we can just give you a podcast of the drive. We're looking at lights. Lots of lights. Lots of tail lights. Well, actually it's fewer than I thought. We're in Utah County now, remember? That's we're, right. That's what we're going to talk about. <laughs> yes. We're in Salt Lake, and it's a Saturday. We're looking at Sunday morning now, but... And Salt Lake is still busy. But once we hit Utah County, it's completely dead. It's all dead. <laughs> it just disappears. All three cars on the freeway. Yeah, seriously, actually. Yeah, everything's like way ahead of us. Not much behind us. wonder when Traverse Mountain freeway is going to be done. Is it going to make a big difference, you think? In fact, no. <laughs> I it took us so long, my population grew enough that we need another upgrade by the time they get it finished. That's always... It's tough. I, I think the only thing that they can do to fix the traffic is, like, you can't just keep adding lanes to I-15. I don't think that's the answer. Yeah. I think adding more freeways other spots. Yeah, entrances and exits. They've talked about having, like, Legacy Parkway that's, like, west of I-15. It's, like, uh, Syracuse or Layton area. Um, I think Syracuse is the one that's west. But, uh, having it go and, like, follow the west side, like, by Tooele, Saratoga Springs, Eagle Mountain, and, like, through Delta, Milford, and, like, go all the way up to Vegas. So if you created another interstate, then I think it'd give people options. And they're not having to drive up I-15, they go on I-80 here, 215, to head east or west. Because I was in Florida, and uh, Orlando was pretty big, but it was like super nice to drive there. It wasn't stressful at all. And I get stressed out driving all the time. I hate it. I hate driving. Driving is not fun for me neither. Plus I can't see at night when I drive. So I'm pretty much just guessing. We're well, doing just pretty kidding. good so far. We're still alive. <laughs> but, like, they have a lot of freeways. And, like, a lot of them are, like, two lanes. I'm saying, like, too much. But, uh... And, uh... I'm, I'm now critiquing Those are very speech, good words to use. But I'm tired. So they have... Ooh, I'm squeaking. <laughs> Man, it'd be so cool if I hit puberty again. The one day you'd be like, Hey, John, whoa, you're 6'4 now? And I'd be like, yeah. And you got Shane's voice. You don't even sound like a like a troll anymore. It's gonna be pretty cool. <laughs> Just wait. 
I'm banking on. Well, then Puberty you... number two at age 31. There you go. It's going to be a little awkward. Do you get part two of all the awkwardness? Oh, yeah. I'm going to have to have, like, I'll take acne for a couple years to grow a foot. There you go. <laughs> be worth it. Yeah, I, I think so. I don't think there's many advantages to being short. But uh, anyways, uh, <laughs> again. So in Orlando, like, it was just two-lane freeways, and like a lot of them were toll roads, too, so you gotta pay a toll to use it, which I still haven't got a bill for that. Oh, really? I said it was gonna be a couple weeks out, but it's been, like, a couple months. So uh -huh. maybe... Maybe it's just... Maybe it's just gaining interest. <laughs> But they're all like two lane freeways and it, traffic was easy. Like it was never congested or bad. And we were like right by Disney World. Yeah, that sounds like it would be a high traffic area. To be, like crazy and it wasn't. But they have like tons of freeways. And if you miss one exit, it doesn't matter because the next exit takes you to the exact same place. This is crazy. <laughs> It's also super cool when it's humid. I love humid weather. I don't mind humid humid weather. The, like <laughs> humid weather. Humid what? Humid weather. I, human weather is what I, yeah. what I heard. I don't know what you said. It could have been, but humid weather is so much better than artificial. But no, the humidness I've never had a problem with. Like I've heard some people that hate it, but. Yeah, I don't mind it at all. I, I enjoy it. Like, we were in Orlando beginning of September, so it was pretty hot. But I felt like the humidity made you sweat a lot, and every little breeze, it just cooled you down so much quicker. I liked it much better than the dry heat we have in Utah. Like, there's no escaping it. Like, you go inside, you have to wait forever to kind of acclimate. But I felt like Orlando, it was like you could switch off the heat super quick. That sounds nice. Except for I get like Jerry Curls because I sweat. Jerry Curls? Jerry Curls. Like that? Really short. Almost looks like you permed your hair. Oh, that's what. I've never heard that phrase for a perm. Um, I think it's an 80s thing. Maybe. <laughs> but yeah, so my hair gets like really curly. And that's all from the humans? Yeah, because it gets wet and then it gets curly after it's wet. Because that's what everybody wants to listen to right now. Yeah. John, what does your hair do when it's wet? It perms. But not in the way of a real perm. <coughs> it's more like just tight curls. Right? I've tried, I've tried so many things to straighten my hair growing up. I used to sleep with like a, a beanie on to like to straighten your flatten hair. it. Yeah. Didn't really work. Isn't uh, there like a straightener that they used to use all the time? There's like, like a chemical, yeah. That like burn your head off? Well, not your whole head, just your scalp. Just damage your hair permanently. Yeah. Uh, tried that, didn't, didn't do anything. Oh, really? Uh, Gosh darn genetics. You got some solid ones. And like, I don't mind it if your hair is like past my shoulders, then it's kind of convenient because I never have to do it. It just goes into this afro. 
that's kind of convenient. You just shower, and then you shake your head, and then you're done. You towel it off, I guess. But yeah, see, that's better than what I've got because I've constantly got like like random stray hairs that seem to poke up, just stick out, it's and I don't manly. notice it until like the end of the day. I'm like, man, that's been sticking out the whole time. And it's just like the one lone hair that. Oh, you meant on your head, like well, what patches of your hair. Yes, that's where I was. You don't mean like this, so, this giant hair growing out of your shoulder. Yeah, that that would just be like, whoa, I, that's just, I got a, a whisker like my part cat now. <laughs> and you have to pluck them. Oh, those, yeah, I don't, I don't get those as far as I know. <laughs> Me, me neither. They could be. Never ever. I, I don't really look, and I, if they do it. Don't poke out of my clothes, so that's good. No, I don't have like a lot of body hair, but I'll get like random strays that are just like solo hairs. Really? It's just for long solos? Yep, that's weird, but like they're easy to like get rid of. Maybe it's part of the second puberty. Maybe. Maybe if I hit puberty again, it'll be a full patch of hair. And I'll have like super hairy back. Do you smell cigarette smoke? I smell smoke smoke. I don't know. 
how that relates to this analogy. Just is, this, is this an analogy or a metaphor? Um, What's I the don't difference? know if I know the difference. Like I, I said, we probably shouldn't do podcasts <laughs> when you're super tired. Because <laughs> everyone's going to think you're really stupid. But I don't know, maybe I, should, I just shouldn't care if people think I'm stupid. Maybe the people listening to this are listening to it early in the morning, so we'll sound like we're on the same thought. Yeah, maybe they'll be like, oh, yeah. I didn't sleep very good last night. These guys make sense. Yeah. Like, yeah, I've always thought about that. Wanted to know what that meant. And now, I'll go look it up. Ashley, it, she might be the one person that listens. <laughs> She's super smart. She probably knows the difference. That is very true. So, if she can... So, our one listener will be like you guys. You guys are stupid. <laughs> Those are the kind of ratings we need. Any rating. Yeah, I just I just listened to them as they drove home from the movie. Rambling. Well, they didn't even, like, thought or structure. Well, but who does that, right? Everyone does their reviews, like... Ashley Homestore. Oh, no way. Ashley was on account. a billboard. Okay. Before that goes anywhere, we're going to talk about how we... Are one of the only podcasts that do it, like while we're driving on the road, aren't we? Yeah. I don't and know if anyone else podcasts, does. Podcasts they put like effort into what they're yeah, they talking like about. Yeah, they studios. They think about it like beforehand. Cameras. I don't know if they all do it well rested. Like, it's probably a lot better. They got sound engineers. We're going old. We're going so simple. When we were talking about cutting corners. On an iPad in my car. <laughs> if you listen closely, you can keep hearing me turn on my my defrost. Because we'll know how good I this. keep fogging up my side of the car. <laughs> for some reason, I'm a fast fogger. Oh, you're one of the... Like, I'll be driving and everyone's in the vehicle. And only my window is, like, like well, completely fogged up. Yeah, sorry. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know the, if I'm breathing a lot or if I just... Run at a different temperature than the rest of you. Maybe that's why I like humidity. There you go. Maybe it just it just fits my my type. That's what's it? So how's the work treating you? Work's actually been pretty good. Um, I think I talked about the webcasting. I got. Uh, they finally switched over to Zoom, officially, for their video conferencing stuff. And they asked me to do the um, training videos for it, like the initial <coughs> setups, which has been fun. So I've done six so far. Did you ever use that one that we recorded? The yeah, video? I actually did use it. And were they like, oh my gosh, who's that troll you got? Um, not quite like that. <laughs> but close. Somebody thought it. Yeah, I think they might they not did. have said it, but they were like... They didn't know how to bring it up. It was kind of an awkward situation. They like, we really want to know about this. I always thought trolls existed, but now we have video proof. You all heard it. Well, it would just be audio proof. I don't think they, they saw you in that. It was the audio on a video. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Captured on 
on film. Kind of like voice. the Bigfoot and Loch Ness Monster. <laughs> it's like, it's there. We, we see it there. And we'll never see it again. Nah, it's just this guy. No, <laughs> it's like halfway through puberty. He's 31. Maybe yeah, he's he'll going through his second eventually. one. Yeah, he's going through the second one. Yeah, the second one, second half. Tomato, tomato. Or potato, potato. Tomato, potato. There you go. There's an SNL sketch with Christopher Walken when he did that. And he goes on, he's reading the cue, cue cards, and he's like, you say tomato, I say potato. And then Jimmy Fallon would come on, like, hey, no, 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 it's tomato, tomato. And he's like, oh, okay. You say tomato, I say tomato. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 you gotta switch them up. And so he's like, tomato, tomato, potato, potato. And he kept doing it wrong. That's awesome. But he's like, but Jimmy, the cute cards, they say tomato. I wish I could do impersonations. That'd be a cool talent. I thought that was pretty good. I believed it. I think I'm too tired to, like, really try. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to find that, you know, happy medium. I wonder if anybody's like really grateful for their talents. Because I'm always like wishing I had talents that I don't have. Like being able to sing would be super cool. But what talents do you have? See, that's the real. Oh, that's a good question. See, that's how I feel. Where it's like, I would be grateful for my talents if I knew what they were and if they were cool. If they're not cool, like, say my talent is just being able to, you know, spread mayonnaise on a slice of bread really well, I don't think I'd be... I can crack my neck just by moving it. That's, <laughs> that's my God-given gift. Are you, are you grateful for that one? Someday they'll be like, hey, we need someone who can crack their neck <laughs> without for touching a, it. Just with their effect, neck by yeah. moving it at a certain angle. And then half the room be like, oh yeah, I can do it. And then I'll be like, oh, I guess you don't need me. <laughs> it was so close. Yeah, okay, I guess, yeah, I think I just want a useful talent. Yeah, something like, and like being a really good singer, I don't know if that's like a useful talent, but that'd be a cool talent to have. I, I think that'd be useful. I've heard in like, you know, post-apocalyptic, eras, like, music's gonna be useful, like, when you're trying to keep your morale up when everything else around you is dead. So it'd be nice to be able to, you know, whistle while you work, or sing, or play an instrument. I don't know, maybe I've been listening to the wrong people. You know, it'd be better to have skills that would help you survive. I think knowing how to make bombs would be really cool. Just knowing how to make bombs? Zombie apocalypse. Make bombs out of... Talent to have? Dirt. Oh yeah, I, I can make bombs out of almost anything. Yeah, that, that would I can make them out of, like, gunpowder. I can make them out of, like, other things that explode. Would that be considered a skill or a talent? Or is uh, there a difference? I bet there's people that, like, say there's a difference. There's people, like... It's like you're talented or you're skilled. Yeah. You're skilled with the talent or you're talented with the skill. 
I feel like talents or skills can both be acquired or learned. What about the ones that come naturally? Is that more of a talent then? Or can you just be naturally skilled? Or naturally talented? But I feel like Dang it. no one's born talented or anything. They may like pick it up quicker. I don't know. I've seen some YouTube videos of these really little kids and I'm like how the heck did you learn that? Because it but makes no like sense. They practiced a lot. And like they're they, only like four years old. <laughs> and they started from like the moment so, they were born, they come out and they're like, yeah. I used like, to skateboard and I'd be like, Oh yeah, I'm doing pretty good. And then you go to the skate park out of out of your hometown and then you see this five year old busting out really tough moves and that's and you crazy. just feel so insignificant. And yeah. I bet that five year old has probably spent less time than me at it, but he's naturally more adept to like pick it up. Um, so is that the naturally talented or naturally skilled? I don't know. I feel like you can you can have either. So you can it's just, a skill you learn. They're interchangeable. Yeah, because I want to say like if I was to put a definition, I'd say like a talent is something that you're quickly adept to. You it's the time factor. Yeah, you're either quickly adept to it or it's, it's something that comes naturally to you. I can see that is your talent whereas a skill is more of like a, a trade or something that you learn there you go but I feel like you still have to learn your talents like maybe I am a naturally born gifted ballet dancer like you've just never done it I am undefeated on dance central undefeated undefeated I've never been beaten and is I, that from I like, played it like like online at or least 15 like times. with people other people like out of shape family members is the only people I've okay so this against. could be a situation I'm not saying that I'm in shape um cause I'm not they're just more out of shape than you or I'm just a very talented dancer there you go that's that's probably but it. I really don't care <laughs> to dance like I'll dance with like my girls but it's not like a real dance it's like spinning around But so maybe there's all these talents that, that you have that you don't even know. There's nothing you'd ever do. Like maybe I'd make a, a supreme murderer. Maybe that's my talent. But I, I don't really want to murder anybody. I want to murder a lot of people. And I, I want to phrase that. <laughs> do do maybe we want to? Yeah, like do we want to just discuss this? I'm not over saying like podcast. I want to go and like murder a lot of people. Oh, I'm just saying. A lot of people are, they bug me. Not to a point where I were to actually murder them. Um, no, that's I'm maybe not an appropriate joke. But I'm still joking about it. <laughs> but let's say, I, I, yeah, I was, I was like a, a really great murderer. And I would just never know because I'm never going to kill anybody. Because I'm also like nice to a degree. There's your talent. You're a talented, nice person. Just a big pushover. <laughs> That's my talent. A lot of skill. People can walk all over me. That's one I think you could have from birth. And it just rots me from the inside out. It rots you? But do you think Is people... it possible to have negative talents? Do you think people would be one? are born nice? Like, I don't think babies are inherently... I don't know. Sometimes babies are douchebags. <laughs> um, 
They cry for no reason. Yeah, like, what's And the they problem? know it's no reason. They're just crying. Just talk they... harder and tell them what's wrong. <laughs> go on, you're six months now. Act like it. There you go. <laughs> or is it more of just like their upbringings and everything like that? that... Or do you think everyone's inherently kind and then it's just decisions in life that slowly make you not kind? there's some personality you know differences that could lean you more nicer or not nice in the senses of what nice is like sharing versus not sharing although the person that you're supposed to share with is like taking your toys and and you're just not fighting back for it, so that's that's not really sharing. It's just them taking it from you, and you're not wanting to fight for it. I don't know. Is that really nice? Maybe it is. I feel like most of the kids, like every kid's gonna do things that aren't nice. Like, and everybody's gonna do things that aren't nice. Mm-hmm. It's like the frequency at which they happen, mm-hmm. or like how they feel after they do it. I think nice people will feel guilty and like try to mend and stuff like that. But we got these little psychopaths that, that, that don't feel any remorse for what they do. Mm-hmm. Um, but I feel like most of the kids like that, they're like, ugh, those kids. Like, you find out their parents and then it kind of makes sense. But that's yeah. been my experience from like having kids. Was mean. He just started spitting on that other kid, and then you find out the parents are like, "Yeah, who's a douchebag? Spit on him." And you're like, "Why would you tell your kids to spit on people? That's not, that's not nice." That is very true. So, so, how much of it's learned and how much of it's not? That's a good question. We had, I can't say who it is. Myself in trouble. Uh oh. <laughs> so, anyways, there was a fight that happened between two little kids that I know of. Um, and one little kid got beat up by a kid that was like way younger than him, which is like kind of embarrassing. But the kid's mom it was like, No, you just say you're gonna beat him, but you don't actually beat him up. And I was like, Why are you telling your kid to tell people he's gonna beat them up? Do like, empty threats. And then it's like, oh, I know why this kid's a little shit. He's getting advice like that. <laughs> that does sound really bad. And on that, we've arrived home. We have. At Stefan's home. Oh, well, I'm dropping for now. Yeah. yeah. Well, cool. We live in separate houses. Yep. That's yeah. that is true. It's a fact. And that is how we'll end the chit chat. That. For daily updates, follow us on Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. Don't miss out on the chit chat. That I I missed that one. <laughs> <laughs>